Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Here I Am podcast. Our purpose is to take biblical topics, break them down through discussion, so we may apply them to our daily lives. I'm your host, Jared, so let's get right to it. Welcome back to part two of The Joy of the Lord. In the last episode, we discussed suffering. We discussed celebration in the joy of the Lord. Before we start, let's pray. Father God in heaven, we thank you again for another day of life that you've granted us. Lord, we ask that you would be with us, that you would uh, give us the minds to understand your will and your word, and that you would, would give the listeners the ears to, to hear, Lord. Uh, we ask that um, that you would teach us and, and help us better understand what it means to to celebrate, uh, to celebrate in Christ, to celebrate in our, our faith, to rejoice, Lord, as the scriptures say. We ask these things in the Lord Jesus Christ's name. Amen. JJ, you had a scripture to share with us? I do. It is Psalm 15, verses 11, uh, 5 through 11, and it starts out in verse 5 with, Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lies... Boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful uh, one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Again, Psalm 16, verses 5 through 11. Oh boy, there's a lot in just a few little verses there, isn't there? There's a, a lot and we had read that before the podcast even started, and when JJ just read it, I, just I mean, I was myself, still, was, my goodness, I was, you know, after he got done reading, I was still going back and and rereading it myself, and uh, there's just so much joy through celebration. So I guess the 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 main question is, do we celebrate enough as Christians? I think the answer is no. Just just to be blunt about it, I think the answer is no. I, I really do. And we've talked about it many, many times. John, you brought it up a, a number I'm of times. I'm a firm believer. And I'm, look, I'm guilty. All right, so I, I'm not just sitting there saying, no, 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 because I don't celebrate enough. Well, it's not, it's not celebrating just to celebrate. It's the celebration in the joy of the Lord. How do you feel after your team wins the Super Bowl? Pretty happy, right? Elated. Because you won. Elated. Right. Well, guess what? We won. We know how it ends. How's, how's the song go? Yeah. This is how this. We know how the story ends. The story ends. We do. Victory in and Jesus. Victory in oh, Jesus. Mother, that's my favorite. Yeah. And we win. 
and every day we wake up, we're one day closer to all of that. We should be happy. We shouldn't be worrying about the forest fires, smoke from Canada, and uh, just the other stuff that gets us down through our daily grind. We should be celebrating because the Holy Spirit lives within us, and Jesus Christ went to the cross for us, defeated death, rose again, and we have eternal life. Well, and that's what's in that Psalm 16, is is the salvation that was brought upon us, you know, that we received. And that, it, it's funny because I know we don't like to start the podcast out with dead air, but it was completely dead <laughs> once we read that scripture because I... We'll edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we could edit it out. But maybe we shouldn't, only because I think I think the dead air was... I think all of us got locked into the scriptures that were being read mm-hmm. and the realization of how how deep God's salvation runs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's one thing to say, well, Lord, I'm so glad that that you saved me, but it's another thing to consider what you've been saved from. It's, wow. I like that. Yeah, it runs deep. I mean, it's... And I got stuck when you started reading. I got stuck on the first scriptures. The Lord is... My chosen portion and my cup, you hold my lot. It's like, wow. I mean, we have a lot of portions in this life. But to to think that the Lord is my chosen portion and my cup, you know, the creator of the universe, Messiah, his Holy Spirit, right? This This is what I can say is my chosen portion my cup. Well, if you can't celebrate that, what what can you celebrate? I'm not sure. You know, and I think a lot. I think this world can drag you down, and you know, get you into places where you shouldn't be. And you know, when that happens, that's when we have to reflect. I, just like today, when we when we did the Bible study this morning, you know that it. it I think. There are times rather than crying out saying, why, God, have you forsaken me? Where are you? And all this stuff. We need to realize who he is, what he's done, and then kind of slow your roll and and then start praying to him and, and realizing that he's God and he loves you. And that's pretty humbling. Yeah, the creator of life himself. So, yeah, it's a it's a bit overwhelming. I know, John, you talked to me about that this morning. Was the psalm that we were in, and yeah. just how the psalmist, you know, goes over all of these these things that are happening to him that aren't good, all of his sufferings, all of his worries, all of his fears, type of thing. And but but all of these psalms end the same, which is they're reminded of of how good God is and how so, how how powerful how almighty how magnificent you know refuge, God is taking refuge yeah. in him and yeah his absolutely. salvation his his love his his shelter his defense his righteousness his, his holiness his faithfulness you know i just think that we should spend more time happy praising God and and realizing that we have a heavenly body on the way and we're gonna. We have the best retirement plan of anybody after we leave here, and 
you know, we're one day closer to life, not death, and and we should be really celebrating life. Yeah, so. Amen. Yeah. I think it, it's interesting uh, to look at at the different translations. And uh, JJ, I don't know what what, what translation did you NIV NIV? Okay, so. Uh, the ESV uh, words a few of the verses a little bit differently. One uh, is uh, verses 8 and 9. I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. And then verse 9 is, is a little bit different. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. And I think it was my tongue rejoices. Mm. And, and that difference of, uh, and, and there's a, a, a note here, uh, in my translation that says that the Hebrew word there for my whole being is my glory. My glory rejoices. My whole glory rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. Um, and then, you know, the, the probably most popular and most well-known verse, verse 11 there, you make known to me the path of life in your presence. There is fullness of joy. And as we think about celebration, as we think about, you know, we, we, we looked at uh, last, last podcast, we, we were talking about how, how often joy is brought about through suffering. Uh, and, and we talked about uh, both uh, the joy of the Lord is our strength and how the joy, the, the joy of the Lord provides us sustenance and provides us the ability to persevere through trials and through suffering as is uh, so commonly uh, a theme so commonly repeated through scripture. Um, but then uh, through, through our Bible study, you know, John brought up this thought, the recurrent Psalms. I mean, and, and, and we could go through dozens, if not hundreds of them, shout for joy to God, all the earth, sing the glory of his name, give to him glorious praise. Uh, Psalm 66, one and two uh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with songs of joy, Psalm 47, 1. Uh, Isaiah 12, 6. Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. And yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we, we often do miss. You know, we do often miss the celebration. We do often miss the elation. Uh, John, you know, brought up, brought up sports. You know, how, how often do we find things uh, in our lives that that uh, evoke joyous feelings, evoke happiness, but we should really be seeking that that elation, that happiness, that joy uh, through our relationship with the Lord and through our uh, immersion in praise and, and and prayer and 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 worship of Him. Agreed, and. I think we should celebrate the blessings that we have also. Um, we were talking earlier about how they celebrated their harvest. You know, well, the world's changed. Not everybody plants stuff and harvests, but you have money in the bank. You have a, you have a house. You have, you know, comfort, cars in the driveway. You have everything you need. And yet, we're not celebrating. You know, and to me, uh, when I think back to my my elderly relatives, who most of them aren't here anymore, 
everybody gathered on Sunday. Everybody had a big meal. Everybody celebrated. It was awesome. You know, at the body of Christ as a church should gather for church and then wouldn't it be great to have a picnic or a meal after church and you know our band our our bible study if we gathered more and celebrated i have to believe that's going to make god happy oh for sure it does you know and 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 we should celebrate because we're blessed and you know, and it's good to make God happy. It is. I mean, his people have the ability to bless him, which is a, a pretty, that's a podcast in itself. But mm. So when you say the, the joy of the Lord, is it the Lord's joy in us that we can get joy? Because look, the thing I brought up in the, the pre, pre-podcast, that's not a term that we've echoed <laughs> yet, but I just made it up. Yeah. It sounds good. Uh, maybe there's going to be a pre-podcast now. Um, we got after the podcast. Right. So now it's <laughs> pre- well. Natural. No, but no, yeah, it, it is natural. Um, <laughs> and I, look, I, I, I agree with everything that's being said, but I have one caveat, or not a caveat, but one s- separate thing of thought on this is that's, you know, I'd love that to always happen, but it doesn't. Even you, Jared, said, and John said, even Christ cried out, why, why have you forget, forgot me? Sure. David writes in Psalm 13, 1 through 2, how long, Lord, question mark, will you forget me forever? Oh, yeah. How long will you hide your face from me? Job. I mean. Some of the songs are, are brutal. They are, but it, it brings up a reality of life that, this isn't always the place that we're, we're sometimes, sometimes these areas are, are trials. Not for sure. You know, and so there's good, so it's okay to go through a trial and it's okay sometimes to question why, you know, why am I thinking this way or why am I not joyful? Um, yeah, I agree. But does I, the joy get you through? Well, see, that's a, that's a good point. That, that, and that's what, so the joy of the Lord, even our faith is not our own really. You know, it was a gift from God. Yeah, that's true. So, that's biblical. Uh, yeah, and so you're saying the joy of the Lord. Yeah. He I, has joy in us, mm-hmm. right? He does take joy in us. Right. It, so Under certain circumstances. Yeah. So at times, maybe in, in, maybe in David, look, here he's struggling. I struggle. You know, we're going we through. We all do. Right, and we're going through that dry time. So what is it now? In my dry time, do I come back to? In my joy, the joy of the Lord, He has joy in me. My me positionally, He's made a, a big to do out of me. You know, going to the cross, bleeding, dying—that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, his joy then reflects on me. I think of His joy of me. So, are are you suggesting that that's that's where you find celebration? Is in I'm asking the is question the, because I, is I, I think that's part of it. Right. I, yeah. I, I'm because as I was thinking about this discussion and I look through time through, you know, uh, Israel, you know, all the times of rejoicing that they, what they have come out of, they were rejoicing because the things have changed. They're, they're no longer captive. They're no longer um, separated. They're no longer lost. 
because just like the prodigal son you see in John in, in, in Luke 15 where it's talking about you know the lost sheep he goes out and searches for the one you see the coin of great price and then you see the prodigal son these are all t- moments of rejoicing of coming back yep. and, and knowing the position and that joy it's his joy in us really brings joy out of me because no matter how broken I am David writing how long Lord I reflect and look at the joy he has in me. Accepted no matter what. That just turns the joy light right on for me. And so it's a part. That's interesting. But you know what I mean? Think just from that perspective of his joy in us. Well, I've I've always marveled at the fact in the old covenant writings that, that God, he's, he's, Always desiring to bless his people. Always. Yeah. He's always desiring. Even when Israel is is being punished, he he's they're being punished to be brought back to a place where he can bless them. And my brother kind of taught me that because my brother would say to me, uh, one notable time was during the divorce where I was, was pretty unhappy with, with my wife at the time. Uh, he would say, just remember that God desires to bless your wife. And there were times where I just that was shook my you, head and right? oh, it's just not yeah. what I, it's not what I could comprehend. Even though I I did recognize that it's the truth because I knew the the scriptures and I I knew how God, again in the, in the old covenant writings, always had this desire and still to this day in the new covenant has a desire to bless His people, like that's he he just is constantly in that state. I mean mm. even even when you we read or hear about his wrath being stirred up by his own people. If you just keep reading, you're going to see that his desire is to bless his people. Yeah. It's to the, the bless them. That's what you're and That's something to celebrate now. It is. And it, because it is. that's not how the world treats us. You know, like, the, the judge and, and the neighbor and even your, your earthly father at, at times, although an earthly, a good earthly father would be reflective of, of Christ and God. I like how you phrased it, they were coming back. And I think when we talk about trials, um, it's generally, I tried to say, I don't know if that was today or yesterday in the, in the study, that it's never him, it's always us. All right, And then the trial happens to us but it's designed to bring us back like yeah. the prodigal son closer. and right. And then you end up getting closer to God. And um, so why we celebrate JJ, that was certainly um, uh, one way to look at it that I hadn't looked in at, but you know, we always are happy when someone loves us, right? Mm, there you go. And, um, the fact that the supreme being in the universe loves you have, mm. should make you really happy. Yeah, think about some of the I heard this years ago, just done so simply and wonderfully, and we've done it in the past. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible mm. tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Look two sentences and one little song. If you sing that 
three or four times in your head. Look, he's already smiling. Well, I just think, you know, we teach our our children that are four, three, four years old that, and right. really that's the core of it. Look, I mean, right? Say that to yourself several times in a row and think about what it's saying. I am weak. Guess what, though? He's strong. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, his word that stood the test of time tells me how much it, it's love letters to me. Man, I just just say that a couple times to yourself. Think how the strength and the power just in those two sentences. And John, I just love looking across and seeing your countenance lit up. That was that's the whole thing right there. Look, you just know, right? You right yeah. there and then you just like nothing in the world could affect you at all, right? No, and <laughs> Jesus you, loves me. Yeah, yes, I know. And that's that's and, and <laughs> right? at the end of the day, that's what I'm saying. If you if you if you kept that focus on your mind if everybody kept that focus on their mind think of how much better the world would be yeah you know that's it to me it's it's you ought to be in a good mood you know you ought to be unless you don't know jesus then you probably should be the way you are well and, and may i suggest not to go backwards here but Let's be honest. I mean, even in, inside the church, church, and I'll include myself in this. Is some Christians struggle? Oh yeah. To sell. I mean, and if I mean, you I'm don't gonna, know him, it's not too late. That's but, the, but that's I, the good part. You got to be happy about that, right? And, and you're right, John. And, but yet, uh, see, you bring up a great point, Jared. But you're not broken. You're not. I mean, I, that's the one thing I, I hope that comes out in this podcast that it's okay. David fought. Daily. Yeah. I mean, there's good and be battles because see the thing that, so John and see every day is bathed in scripture every day, every morning doing his Bible with John. Yeah. Right. With doing his, so he, you know, he starts the day off in that. So it's some, I'm sure it's very difficult to throw him through the day because he's already started his day on it and focused on that. Yeah. There's a definite blessing. Right. We lose our focus or we get caught up in things. I mean, David was dealing with a lot. I mean, you have to look at what David For certain, and yeah. David knew the Lord, right? I mean, Stephen, he knew the Lord, but yet he had battles. So it's, I don't want to get in a mindset that if we're not always connected, that we're broken or something's wrong. No, I think like the Psalm that we were discussing today was 72. No, four. 74. You weren't 74. You weren't a couple days behind. behind. What's that? A couple days behind. 74. Yeah, Better catch up. 74, 72. 72. Yeah, but you said like two and four. I was like, it's not even close. No, 72. I know, but I, I heard wrong, so I'm sorry. But I, I thought, I thought. see what I'm saying? If you were back on two or four, never mind. Yeah. Lord, forgive my brothers. Yeah, please forgive me. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say, those are... The, the way that the psalmist starts off, he's he's broken and faithless. Today, right? Yeah. He was crying In out 74, hard to yeah. God. Yeah. He was broken and faithless. I mean, so, and then halfway through his psalm, yes, he's right. delivered into being reminded of. Okay. And even, I would suggest celebrating. So let's. His creation. Let's link what you're saying to our key verse that we started. Mm-hmm. Let's go to verse eight. I keep my eyes always on the mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. With Him, 
it in my right hand, I will not be shaken. Amen. Yep. Verse 8. Mm-hmm. John, every morning, sits down with him. Yeah. You set your table up, right, John? Every day. He's there with you at the table, just like yeah. in some, and, 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 you know, we talked about, you know, don't let anybody sit at your table. Um, and what we're alluding to him is Psalm 24, right? John sitting at the table, that table that he prepares in the midst of his. That's 23, isn't 20, it? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. See, I wanted to see who's paying Man. attention here. I mean, <laughs> either, either that or you're just like me. <laughs> so Psalm 23 about, talks about the table. But every morning, John. In the presence of your enemies. Yeah, but you're. together, JJ. Okay, I'm trying. Um, but you sit at that table every morning. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing. And John, I, he keeps his eyes. So he's full of the joy. Uh-huh. He has, uh, you know? he has his his moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, he has he has every opportunity to be to be blessed. And uh, something we don't talk a lot about, but it, we've talked about it here tonight, is how does God view John's obedience every morning? I mean, uh, I I think of myself as a father, and if my if my son every single morning woke up early to remember me. And to study and and be mindful of the things that I've shared with him, I would be incredibly blessed. It's also being obedient. It it is, it, but it's a beautiful thing. I mean, the Lord must be blessed by John's heart. Of, I hope of getting up early, wanting to spend time with him and him alone in that quietness in the morning. But you know, I mean, that's honestly that's not why I do it. Uh, that really isn't. I it, it, It's so that I can get closer to him. It's selfish. I know that that sounds bad. but It's a good selfish oh, thing to have. It, because it, it, the scriptures it, say that's right. I hid it's your selfish. word in my heart that I wouldn't sin against you. I want to have He's a... He's worthy of I want to have a better relationship with him. And then I want to put it out that there the way that that I attempt to do in, in, in hopes that somebody else, it makes their walk a, a little bit easier. That's my entire goal. But it is selfish because every day I my quest is to become closer to Jesus in my personal relationship. And that's... that's that was Paul's whole thing, right? Less of me, more of you. Mm-hmm. And there's only one way to do that is know the word and be in it. I, and that's, the, that's a fact. Yeah, faith comes uh, by you know what you want to you want to start your walk you got to get in the bible you got to get in there i wish i would have many years earlier really do but mm. god knows when the time's right so so how do we how do we proceed with celebrating more and when I say that, I don't want to say that it's a planned celebration like a Super Bowl parade afterwards. It It's not. It has to be kind of like the way what I said that I try to do every morning with God. I get up because it's selfish, and, and, and I, but I want to have a better relationship with him. When we celebrate, um with God and and with G- and with our relationship with Jesus I think it's important that we do it together as a body as well and 
hopefully people see and are drawn to that. And if they're drawn to that, then that's where you can start uh, telling them about the gospel. And I mean, what are your thoughts on gathering and having a meal and singing songs and just being the body of Christ? You know, I think it's important, and because look, I go back to our th- Wednesday nights when we used yeah. to when we used to have practice every Wednesday yeah. night. I can't tell you how many times I walked into that thing and I was in such dire need of fellowship with fellow believers. I needed it. I I just it, I yeah. and 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 I walked out of there like. I had, you know, got on oxygen and, and got to breathe oxygen for a few minutes after, you know, and it's just, you're so much better. And then you go back out in the world and it was like, can't wait till next Wednesday. And and I think that that's, I think as, as people who have to live in the mire in this world, it's up to us to find these moments like this when we gather together to talk about God and his word and mm. and and that that regenerates us that charges us that and that's where we can celebrate together and what do they say when two believers gather mm, and yeah, in their in their presence yeah so you know you bring it's an interesting point you bring up because when, you know one thing that I've been dealing with is this desert desert time with the Lord. And one thing that you you kind of brought, it came up to me as you were talking, was sin, you know, uh, fleeing from it. In the body, we strengthen each other mm-hmm. and build each other up and hold each other accountable to keep from sin because sin is a wedge. You know, you look at, Joseph, immensely blessed by the Lord. No matter what happened to him, he never deviated in his faith or his obedience. Just like when when Potiphar's wife tried to, you know, have her way with him, he fled. Yeah, his story's great. It's fantastic. It's it's one. It's probably my favorite. His life. Mm-hmm. So there's a part in that too that we. That togetherness is is a pretty interesting thing you brought up, uh, John, because sin sin can create quite a wedge. You know, so we we need to lean on each other and we need to be accountable and we need to fellowship together and and be immersed in the word and all that, but we, we gotta be aware of sin. Cause sin can really destroy this whole joy thing real quick. Yeah. Anything? There's a yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> this topic's not easy. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, yeah, my mind's going a, a thousand different directions. But just picking up on something uh, John said, um, it, it's the source of your contentment, and and it's also um, you know, the Lord is the source of our contentment. Is mm-hmm. to be the source of our contentment. 
and the celebration, I think it's important for us not to limit that to location or time or circumstance or any, or any other uh, outside aspect because ultimately the Lord fills us with his joy and he gives us his joy and to look to and, and, and even the outward expression of it and how we express it is all going to be different. So how do we celebrate, right? Do we have to celebrate uh, corporately? Do we have to celebrate, um, you know, uh, I'll throw out, you know, one of the things that gets awkward in a lot of different churches is, and, and we do it a few times, we've done it a few times at our church, uh, offer a hand clap offering to the, to the Lord. A lot of times that feels forced and, and, and I think it's, it's Paul and Silas worshiping the Lord in prison. Mm. I think it's, and actually the, the, one of the verses we talked about or one of the chapters we talked about starting our podcast off with is, is Philippians four. And so, uh, Philippians four, 11, uh, Paul talks about the fact that I'm not saying this because I'm in need for I've learned to be content whatever the circumstances. Amen. So he is grounded, and again, John, you know, what we talked about, you know, we have to be grounded in the Word of God because that's where we find our contentment, and that's where we find our joy, and that's where we can find our strength in. Again, uh, we hide his Word in our heart. Um, that is how we can find that contentment in all circumstances. He continues, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to have plenty. We're all blessed with plenty. We all have had seasons of our lives when we've known what, it's, what it means to be in need. I've learned in the secret, I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And then that's one that, you know, it leads into one of the most misquoted verses of, of the whole scripture. I can do all things through him. It gives me strength, right? Yep. You know, we, it uh, becomes a t-shirt and a tagline and, and, and often misused. In fact, I had opportunity to speak with my son just about that, uh, here more recently. We were having a conversation about that and I encouraged him to read this whole chapter. Um, but Again, you know, that deep-seated contentment, the deep-seated joy of the Lord, the deep-seated celebration that we can embrace and, and face life with each and every day um, can only come from the Lord, can only come from within, not without. Um, and it, it becomes, and, and, and I think rightfully so, should become the object of our desire. Because whatever... You know, it's 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 what we should be um, pursuing. Agreed, and I and I'll I'll say this too. Anything, I'm a team player. Okay, I played nothing but team sports. I'm a team player. To me, the best things are worth sharing. All right, and that's why when you when you have a celebration in the Lord, man, when you can do that with your brothers and sisters in Christ and you just get together and honor God and, and commune and share, you know, time together, it, it, it's like you're the herd and you know what happens when one, one 
sheep gets away from the flock. That's when the wolves can attack it. And as long as you're the they there's safety in the herd. All right. And and to me, I I just I I really believe um Paul's saying that he's content in every situation because he's not living for this life. He's ready to celebrate the next life, and that's what he's living for. And um, whatever he's called to do here is, and whatever happens to him here, it doesn't matter because he knows what's lying on the horizon. And he's content in every situation, and that's I, that's a comforting and joyful thought. Yeah, so... There's, there. I was just thinking while you were, were saying that, John. There's, there's all these scriptures that we could gather, and maybe we should. That we could celebrate, and I think of I, the one that came to mind was, if if he's if Christ is for us, who could be against us? How can you not celebrate that scripture, that truth? <laughs> How could you not celebrate? I mean that that applies to absolutely everything. I, I just think if he's for us, who, who can be against us? Uh, yeah, no well, one, and that's that's certainly worthy of celebration. But I think this world beats you down. It does, and 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 it keeps you so busy that that you you we tend to for forget, and and I, you know we don't forget about God. We don't do that, but in 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 a in a day-to-day, just hour-to-hour situation, you get consumed by everything around you. We do. And it's easy to lose focus unless you're praying without ceasing and, yeah. you know, keeping your focus on God. And that isn't always the easiest thing to do. Think yeah. think of the scripture. And again, not so much for us as Americans, but think if you lived in a, a third world where poverty is a real thing and, and getting food Enough food mm. is a problem. And then reading the scripture that he takes care of the sparrows, and if he takes care of the sparrows, then he won't he provide right. for you? I'm paraphrasing, right? Mm-hmm. That's something to celebrate in. Yeah. That that's yeah. something to just celebrate in because, again, you know, even even basic needs. You know the the Lord knows. Yeah. He always knows. He he sees. He sees where you are. And it's didn't just, you just do a message on the Lord will provide? Right. Provides. The Lord will provide, right. Mm-hmm. He, he knows he and he provides. Um, he provides all kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, a, a quick quote from C.S. Lewis uh, on this topic, uh, John, of, of being reminded. Um, it says, uh, all joy reminds. It is never a possession. It's always a desire for something longer ago or farther away or still about to be. It's kind of an interesting uh, framework uh, for it. And, you know, interesting, your comment on Paul and his yearning, obviously desiring and yearning for heaven, which we all do, but... There was another frame, uh, and it's actually in the beginning of Philippians, uh, the first couple of verses. I'm going to try and pull that back up real quick. Um, 
Therefore, my brothers and sisters, you whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown. So writing to the church in the Philippians. And in the last podcast, as I was preparing for that, I came across, you know, with, with the verse that we, we, we shared about uh, Christ, you know, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame. And the one uh, commentary was the joy he was looking forward to was our salvation was us back to JJ's earlier comment. We are Christ's prized possession. We are Amen. you know quite a value yeah, but a, a highly the value. Valu- highly valued, highly valued. cherished mm. and prized. Well, there you and go. That humbling, you know, how <laughs> how can you not celebrate that no matter what That's what I was just gonna say. How can you not no, celebrate that? You can't well if you're mindful of it. The beauty of what right. you're saying then connects if you read on yeah. In Philippians, first chapter, everybody knows this. For me to live. Yeah. Now, he wants to get to heaven because right. later on he says to die is gain. But stop at to live is Christ. I get to tell people. I get to live the life of my Savior. I get to shine. You know, to live. Yeah. And then connect that with this. And here's, whew, this one really hits. First Corinthians two two. Think about what he's saying now. Think about what he Stephen just said. Think about to live as Christ, and think about what he says right here. Listen to this. For I resolved, for I resolved to know nothing while I was with you, except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. That's a that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I resolved to know nothing. You know, there's there's kind of a theme in those those scriptures. It's it's they strip us down to the the bare essentials, and then in those mm. bare essentials, we find all of all of these wonderful gems. All that was really well said about the the stripping down. Yeah, it's it's a stripping down. It is. It really is because except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Yeah. I also lo- when you said to 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 live as Christ to die as mm. gain. Um, you can't lose. <laughs> no. Well said. Right? You you can't lose. You're in the no-lose situation. No so you better celebrate. I get to I get to share him and live in honor to glorify him or I go home to be with him. Yeah. You're Where's the no, downside? You, there is no mm-hmm. downside. Celebrate. Be joyful. Be happy. Except you figured it out. You're, uh, you know, you, you've got the best retirement plan in the history of retirement. Except Jesus Christ and him crucified. My goodness, what a line. Children of the king. Yeah, you're, well, you know, when people say you're royalty, it's true. And we lose sight of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think we've... Yeah. Again, if, if there's a lack of celebration in in our our faith, it's it's from... It's from not being mindful... Of who he is and what he's done. Is it Satan's plan? Can you choose it? I think it is. I think it is a matter of the will. Does he make yep. the world so busy, so crazy, so this, so sure. that? So are you choosing that more than 
that, that, that's am I'm, I? I'm just I'm not, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's I wouldn't. Right I now. wouldn't say I am. No, right, but and I don't know that it's a choice. Well, rather that it's rather than it's years of work on him to to program people to run their kids to 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 baseball to like my brother does to take to you know you got to get to work you got to get here you got to go there you got to do this you got to do that you got to do and and seemingly good things you, by the right. way right and all yeah all yeah. good things all good things but at the end of the day by running you that way and get in in in, in doing that have we lost sight on the fact that take time to celebrate um because you're a child of the king so we're we're where it says take all thoughts captive are we choosing what the world's presenting which is a lie or are we choosing to the just to focus on the truth i see steven shaking his head i don't know why but um it's a tick but it's a tick but well no i mean it that just that just came into my mind as you guys yeah. brought up great points, you know. Yeah. What, Stephen, you have something. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it, to me, it, we, we start every one of these podcasts with the, the theme and the thought that we want to give people practical applications of biblical Amen. truth for the, to live their lives, right? Um, paraphrase. Jared says it much better than I do. Mm-hmm. Um Running your kids to, I mean, we're, we're in this life right now, you guys know, right? We're, we're always running. But, right. but uh, you know, w- we believe fully that we're to do everything that we do, whether it's running and dropping the kids off at, at soccer, at b- baseball, um, whether it's, whether it's you know, going to the grocery store, whether it's going to work, whether it's going to worship practice, no matter what it is, everything that we do in our lives should be consecrated and dedicated to the Lord. and But that's a choice. To the glory of God, right? You and your family. Conscious, right? Right, it is. You've, you've made that choice. And I would say that you're probably in the right. minority, heavily in the minority. Oh, sure. Right, but that still is a choice. It is a choice. You know, he chose for oh, him. Oh, yeah. So, but see what I'm getting at, and, and it's all in what you said, John, you know, these are the things. Have we stopped to take captive these thoughts and we're in what we're thinking, you know, uh, somebody very special to me just recently. And I, I am a sinner saved by grace and have a lot of faults and be the first to tell you that. However, I had a, a wonderful confirmation in, in God the other day that somebody I, I truly love a brother he looked at me and he said, you said something one time that stuck with me. I said, what's that? And he doesn't really know the Lord. He said, it, you, you told me that when somebody says something to you, the first thing you ask in your mind, is that true? Yeah. And I do that because God said, take, take all thoughts captive. And if it is true, then I need to deal with it. If not, then I need to have a discussion and correction. But he said, I do that now. And I said, wow, somebody heard something that I said that I took from scripture. He doesn't know the Lord. And God blessed me. Celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's true. But but see, 
that's that's the key you know and like what you've been saying yeah. john you have to live it out like you know james says you know don't be mere hearers of the word but mm-hmm. be doers everybody's listening everybody yeah yeah and to hear somebody stop not that i had anything in it that was from scripture but here's somebody now noticing wait a minute there's a different way mm-hmm. i don't have to believe everything that's told to me or said to me i've stopped and say is this true and where's what spirit is this coming from and another thing we have to analyze too sometimes there may be a spirit behind it you know it might be a spirit behind it so you, we have to be very um aware of our surroundings and what's going yeah. on what's being said and but yet as you made a choice and i i do i really that that is so um encouraging to me Absolutely. You, you made that choice that no matter what we're going to do, we are just going to sell it. That that's and you could see it in your family, and yes. I really appreciate. It. I do. I do. Yes, you can. I, it's absolutely. You're, you know, it's wonderful. Your kids that because I see a lot of kids that are just an absolute mess, and your kids are strong. You know, so thank thank you for your walk in that situation. And look at that. We have to see yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and and I think one other thing that that I want to say about celebration is you don't have to wait to win the Super Bowl to celebrate. Well, it's already been won, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and the game's over. That's exactly good point, win. JJ. It's over. That was an excellent point. I read the some end. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but you leave some forward to be waiting too long, John. You, you <laughs> throw that out. But you know what? At the, at the end of the day, there's, like I said, celebrate that your friend told you that. Yeah. We have to celebrate the small victories in life in order to, to to be able to handle the large amount of bad things that are going to come down the pike. This is not a, a good world that we're living in. And, and so when these victories happen and we see these things happen, um, just like the revival that happened last year, uh, you know, that, 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 should be celebrated that it, you know, it, the things that the, the fact that we can go and, you know, we're, we're at church. Now we had a dramatic increase in numbers in our prayer group between services that needs to be celebrated. These are things that the fact that we're together should be celebrated. The fact that, work together as one with Jesus really should be celebrated. And if you wait till to celebrate these massive things, sometimes life passes you by and we don't want to let this pass us by. Um, And I know everybody at this table hasn't, but there's a lot of people in life that it passes them by and, then they're in the line of regret, and I don't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it reminds me of an old adage that <clears throat> it's um, it's the journey. You know, we're so focused on destination. Yeah. You know, that's why me, when me and my wife, Christy, used to drive to Florida, it was so great. You know, we're obviously thinking about the destination because the destination was really exciting, but we always plan things on the way down. Sure. And it was so fun so good and that's kind of where you know we can't be on the, so destination minded or <laughs> you know we're not, we're not doing any we're not seeing what's going on around us so that's a good point yeah. that's a really good point amen 
Well, Jared, you've been quiet. Yeah, you just are. listening. Just no. listening. I I think this topic is an interesting one. I, I don't think it's easy. Every topic we do a podcast about, yeah, is that way. If it yeah. was easy, would it be worth doing? Mm-hmm. See, there's Stephen with the wisdom. It would not. It would, it would not. not. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be too interesting. Yeah, but it, it's it, going to be but, interesting to well, listen to this. Yeah, but yeah. Hebrew says that though, right? He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. So here's yeah. here's another interesting uh, question. John's brought up uh, you know, the Super Bowl multiple times, um, and, and not straying too far, but but this thought of again, it's 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 finding a stable source of contentment and joy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know, so what's the common theme in, in in the Super Bowl and in winning a championship is it's very temporal. And you oh, get very. to that mountaintop experience, mm-hmm. and ultimately what people find is it's empty. I think of the analogy, and I actually used this in a Bible study a couple of weeks ago, um, that, that Pastor Crosscut shared about uh, Shia LaBeouf. This was back when he <laughs> was really big after a big, one of his big movies. He's, he was a top 20 or 30 or whatever his his status was in Hollywood. but Before but, he lost his mind. Well, right. Well, and, and part of it was he was being interviewed when he was at the pinnacle of his career, and he probably didn't know it was the pinnacle of his career, but he, he, he had everything he needed, but he was talking very candidly and openly about the God-shaped hole that he had in his heart. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, I've achieved everything that I could have imagined, more than I could have imagined. I've got all the money I need. I got, you know, this, that, and the other awards. Um. And it's that, you know, we enjoy the position, the privilege of possessing the only source of continual joy. So people can experience a period of, of, of an, an emotion of joy, yeah. of happiness, of what ha- you know. But it's he said that it's very temp huh? No, 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 no. I said that. <laughs> it's yeah. he said he said the God shaped hole. He you know, it was just the example of you win the Super Bowl, you know. We'll, we'll right. use we'll use Jared's favorite athlete, Tom Brady. You know, he's won it multiple, multiple, multiple times and yet he still comes true. back and two two months later he's 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 at it again because ultimately that's not long lasting fulfillment. It's okay, I did that. Mm. What's next? You know, it's that mm. it goes back to that definition of joy that right. C.S. Lewis said. It's it's got to be a desire of something. It's not a possession. It's not just temporal. It's got to be a desire for something not yet happened or yet to come. Yeah, but you've also, I don't know how to word it, but you also became whole. Sure. You know what I mean? You've also, your whole existence has been now connected to the source, right? You know, there's no law. How we, the pre, the pre podcast, we were talking about separation and you see many times, even Israel's, they come back and they rejoiced. And then you see the, the fine thing of the one sheep and the coin and the prodigal son. It's always this rejoicing of coming back or this wholeness or completeness. You know, we've come, we've come complete. We've, we've, we've now won with our savior and our, our, our creator, but to, to, to parlay off what you said, though, <laughs> if we're going to use the sports metaphors, I'm not the best <laughs> at one to talk about the sports, but I'll, get, I'll hop Just in. Just don't bring up Brady again. I mean, how can you not celebrate can that we, guy? Can we edit that out? We can <laughs> Please edit, edit it out. <laughs> but 
I have something to say that bothers me, and I, I'm part of this. I'll go. <laughs> uh, here's where here's where being real is, is difficult. I'll go and I'll hoot and holler for the penguins, but I I don't find myself clapping a lot in church. I don't clap in church. I don't. I'm not a happy clappy guy. I've I said that before. I but but you understand what I'm saying. There, I you clap look in, in church. I don't. You you. Just take what I'm saying, though, in general, in, in general terms. You oh, look at the you look at the crowds, and there's all this exuberance and excitement. I'm not saying that's bad. That's not what I'm saying. But is that same exuberance and the same excitement no. shown no, by, it, by it, us in the truth? And I'm not calling anybody on a carpet. I'm just saying it's interesting to me as I look in the crowd. And I see this incredible excitement. And shouldn't we have that same excitement? For <laughs> we yes. should absolutely so, have that. So here's a question. Excitement. Though, and this goes back, and probably we're out of breathing here for a while. But I'll, I'll say yeah. it anyway. I'm back away from the microphone. We get near that mic. We're, we're, Does the, do you not have the, the, does it not elicit the same emotion in you, or is it that you don't express it the same way? Valid. Uh, I. See now but, we are going down a rabbit hole, are we? Yeah. Have you ever yeah. have you ever worshipped at an African American church? Yes. There's a difference. There's no yeah. problem. No celebrating. But it's a it's for, a wonderful for, thing. Yeah. That's a it's a yeah. beautiful thing. It is. It really yeah. is. Now we can talk about we can talk about if that's the only thing that's that's there, or if you're just celebrating to celebrate, that's something different. And and those are problems that do arise. In, in those environments, just like, you know, there's something to be said about solemnness, you know, and, yeah. and the maybe I, the Caucasian church seems to be pretty good at being solemn. Well, there's you know? also different personalities. I don't See, think it's yeah. strictly. Uh, so what you brought up is great, but, but, but maybe what I'm doing, maybe I'm wishing that I would have that same. Don't you just want to dance you know I mean? before the ark? Sure. Right. Well, the, yeah. Is yeah. it though? Is I mean, it, isn't that what you want to do? Is it from the time you when you were little, and I, my mother, would have a sore throat from telling me to behave with my brother? Uh, I couldn't you imagine know. you two as boys with uh, <laughs> Carol. Oh my god, <laughs> poor, she's a saint. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we would, you know, so you kind of have a a etiquette that on how you're supposed to be in church. And, and I think that needs to be shed. And um, I, I, I remember, and I, I think this reminds me of when David was bringing the ark home to Jerusalem and was dancing around and his wife was embarrassed from him. Right. Yeah. All right, look. People all are going to worship differently and it doesn't there's no right or wrong if you want to sit in your chair and put your head down and celebrate silently in prayer with with god hallelujah amen do it if you want to put your arms up and and dance in the in the aisle Go ahead. There's absolutely nothing wrong with any of that. Those two kids on Sunday who were ministering in Europe, 
I clapped for. Mm. All right, I, that was sure. in church. I clapped for them. Um, there, if there are times when I'm not on stage playing music, that I'm in the the when I hear a song that that I like that that moves me that has was performed great. I I clap for the Lord. I clap in. I think it's great to be able to show your your passion. We have passion for the sports mm-hmm. teams we like. We have, and, and that pales in in comparison to the passion that we have for God. So don't feel bad about clapping. Don't feel bad about jumping. Now, don't feel bad about saying amen after the after Pastor Brian or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, says something that's that's the truth, um, and that moves you. I that passion should not be bridled. Mm. No, it shouldn't be. You know, when we, you know, in the song, and I ran out of that grave. Mm. Yeah, man, no. I just want to, I just want to no. throw my hands up and celebrate when I hear that line. But you got to hold on to your guitar. And play. I know, so, so yeah, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> uh, but you, but but you know what I mean. No, when you I hear don't. those no, no. things, geez, sure. how well, can you not be overcome with just absolute excitement? Well, and we do, right? We we shout that line out, mm-hmm. right? which it's I love. Not, yeah, and I'm glad we not, do. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's not something that can be constrained or should be constrained. And I guess I don't know that I've ever felt that. And that's why it, uh, see that's it's just wrestling through. Like I don't know that I've ever felt a con- a constraint, right? But but you bring up a good point. There's different personalities and temperaments where right. that you know so that you know, so it's not wrong either. But it's just when I see that and I see people, yeah. you know, it's just interesting to me. And I, I I'm like, man, we're you know we're they're skating out on the ice and everybody's and you know here we got you know a, a savior that is accomplished everything in the world. Well, and yeah, yeah. A, a whole nother discussion for a whole other podcast. A lot of that is the, you know, the, the, the pageantry, the, you know, it, and that's where it's like, again, praise God, he evaluates the thoughts and attitudes of mm. our heart and not the outward expression that we give. Because I yeah. don't feel that I have any, uh, you know, I have, I have no less passion for the Lord than I have for any of the sports teams right. that I enjoy. You know, I may, with the, with the tension of the moment, with the, you know, the, again, the, the the atmosphere that we're in scream and, 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 and celebrate and, and you know, throw my arms up or whatever, when there's a touchdown scored or when there's a goal scored or we win the cup or whatever it is. I, but I don't think, you know, there's not that it, it, it's not for me, at least I've never felt it was a, it was a deeper or more meaningful emotional connection to that experience than when I'm worshiping the Lord or when I'm well, in prayer that. or when I'm, you know, it's, it's just a different, you know, and in some respects, it's a mob, you know, it's kind of a, a mob mm-hmm. mentality. You get caught up. Some of it is in the. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to clap. I'm going to clap really hard next time. Can I? Good. Can I, I mention first names um, if it's a good thing? First name. First names of who? Um, Sunday, we played Revelation song. Mm-hmm. And before before I came in with the drums. I was sitting there with my hands up, and I looked to my left. You were singing and playing, so 
I look to my left. Paul's standing there with his hands up. Kristen's sitting at the piano with both hands up. Amy and Sarah both are standing there with their hands up, and we're singing Revelation songs. Mm. And I'm like, it was so... I get it, John. You don't want me to play next time. Go no, on. it um, was so genuine. <laughs> just it, stay it, out. It was, we, we, celebrate, we, we celebrate better when you're not playing it was, guitar. It was so no, 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 no. genuine and so no. passionate and f- worshipful and and... I just was like, wow, it, it was amazing. Uh, that song is a wonderful praise song. Yes. It really is. It just, it, my it, favorite. It creates a moment. It's, it's, what's beautiful to me about it is it's simplistic, especially coming from a guitar player perspective. I don't have to think about playing that song. So I get to worship during that song. Mm. And I really, really love that song. And I think the simplicity of it, the lyrics, the way it's played, everybody just really gets into a worshipful mood, and I, I love it. I, I'm glad to see that. It's a wonderful thing, and I just that song is really good. There's a couple that we've played in the past that are very worshipful-type songs, and that's just one of them. Mm-hmm. I just really enjoy it. Uh, two quick thoughts. Thankfully, the Lord also covers for our inadequacies. Oh, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Praise God. So uh, he's faithful when I'm not. Amen. Isaiah fifty five twelve. Um, For you shall go out in joy, be led forth in peace. The mountain and the mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and the trees of the field will cap clap their hands. Jacob. Amen. So you don't See, need to. I, They'll cover it. Well, thanks, Stephen. And then the rebuke of the you know the disciples on Palm Sunday always comes to mind when we're worshiping uh, and. Uh, when Jesus rebuked them, you know, they, they were questioning his, um, or, well, it was the Pharisees, right? Pharisees, not the disciples, keep me honest here. Um, um, uh, rebuking those who were, who were uh, praising him, uh, and, and he uh, rebuked them, saying, you know, if, if they would have been silent, the rocks would have cried out. out. Uh, you know, so, so the Lord will receive his praise, um, but he's worthy of it. And he's worthy of it. He absolutely is. So we should be yeah. whatever whatever method or method, mode we choose, right. Right. that's the key is to be doing it. Yep. Amen. Yeah, so I, I really yeah. enjoy that. So uh, I just want to thank everybody that's listening. I really appreciate everyone. I, I appreciate your uh, desire. I'm excited uh, to hear those that you're listening. It's It's an encouragement to us. Because uh, all our desire is is to just try to let everybody know that digging in God's word is 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 fun. It's 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 very enlightening. It's very um, rewarding, just as Hebrew says. And this is gaining in our our relationship with the Savior. You know, our Savior. We we grow in an intimate relationship with Him, and we do that by speaking to each other. We do that about by reading uh, in prayer. So we we all I think want to thank everyone for listening. It, it's Absolutely. exciting. We appreciate every one of you, um, and we look forward to uh, feedback and and doing more. And Jay, I um, you're probably going to shoot me for saying this. Um, I doubt it. One of the things that we want to do is is have you be heard, and we're working on getting our website 
up. And what we want to do is there's a, there's a section called after the podcast and it's a, th- it, you can leave feedback there. You can leave, have post questions that we'll gladly answer. You can give us ideas about future, uh, episodes or topics what, that we would do. And, and we're going to be here in the next couple of weeks, introducing that and, and, uh, probably carpet bombing you with with the website over and over so it's pretty easy to remember and uh once you do that then then we would love to hear from you and have you as part of the show and i can't tell you how grateful we are for you and like jj said with a word i can honestly say this i can't imagine not being in it yeah i really can't yeah so we'd like to close uh, out our podcast this week with uh, reading the lyrics from a great old hymn of the church uh, that was uh, original lyrics were written in the early 1900s, 1911. Um, joyful, joyful. Uh, it starts, joyful, joyful, we adore you. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before you, opening to the sun above. Melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Drive the dark of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. All your works with joy surround you. Earth and heaven reflect your rays. Stars and angels sing around you, center of unbroken praise. Field and forest, vale and mountain, flowery meadow, flashing sea, chanting bird and flowing fountain, praising you eternally. Always giving and forgiving, ever blessing, ever blessed, wellspring of the joy of living, ocean depth of happy rest. Loving Father, Christ our brother, let your light upon us shine. Teach us how to love each other. Let us lift us to the joy divine. We hope this uh, podcast was as much a blessing to you as it's been to us. Uh, to do it and pray that you have uh, uh, a blessed day. God bless you all. God bless you. you. We would like to thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear others, you can find them at www.gracemercylove.com. So until next time, may God richly bless you all.